right, uh, let's go ahead and dive into some news for the divisional round of the playoffs here. Um, quick things to get to, some head coaching updates and some, some, some key headlines. But let's start with the injury report, as we always do. Um, there's quite a few key injuries, but we also have quite a few guys getting coming back. So we're it's not as bleak as it seems. Um, let's start with San Francisco. Um, defensive end Nick Bosa left the game with a concussion uh, last week, uh, just a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, San Francisco linebacker Fred Warner went down with an ankle injury. The overall sentiment is that they are leaning towards both these guys being back for this game versus Green Bay, so it shouldn't be. I think Nick Bosa is almost a guarantee. He's just got a clear concussion protocol. He'll be right back. I hope so. Uh, Fred Warner, that's the one that's that ankle injury. It's going to be, if he does come back, how healthy is he uh, type deal. So then they also, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went down with a shoulder injury as well. Uh, so if he can get that sprained shoulder back into action, that that's that's going to be key for them. Um, Tampa Bay, I mentioned this, uh, offensive lineman, pair of them went down. Tristan Wirfs has an ankle injury. Ryan Jensen has an ankle injury. Cincinnati, they're missing their Larry Ogunjobi's done for the year. Uh, he completely obliterated his foot in that last game. So he's done They're They're shutting him down. Uh, edge rusher Trey Hendrickson, uh, went down with the concussion should be back for the game. Uh, and then one that's just kind of up in the air from Cincinnati is defensive tackle Mike Daniels went down with a groin injury. <sighs> that one's wow. tough because they're going up against Derrick Henry this next week, which is, hey, going to have to what get the, that perc- defensive line. What is his percentage supposed to be like as far as his health? Like, I mean, <sighs> he, he, I mean, one is the, it's one thing like taking James Conner as an example. Yeah. Could be, you know. No, they're saying that he looks up, good. But- they're saying Derrick Henry looks good. He's been practicing for two weeks now, um, and this is going to be week three. He Apparently, he was cleared to play in week 18, but they just were like, no, we're fine. So, You know, that doesn't strike fear in me. I, I, I guess because after watching, I think they did a good job retooling their backfield with the running backs. Mm-hmm. But that pass game? Yeah, it's putrid. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. Take them serious, and I just can't. I, I don't because I don't think that they're going to be able to afford to get into a shootout with Cincinnati because Cincinnati can score on anybody, and, and I mean. I'm not scared of well, saying this like I'm a Cincinnati fan. Uh, I'm not scared of Tennessee's defense when you have Cincinnati's offense. It's just like they are going to be able to. Hey, it's Joe freaking Mixon. He's number five. That's in what rushing. I mean, and you know. If they if they start you know they throwing the ball down the field and they getting they getting you know they get get a couple scores and so you can't Derrick Henry your way thirty seven carries yeah and trying to stay keep pace not uh, in the playoffs that's not gonna work yeah you know I'm like yeah look the Bengals ain't got the best defense but they ain't got the worst one either no. I'm like that's just that's what I'm saying like, Derrick Henry's coming back oh you know I, it's, I, it's... I know I know I'm saying it. Like, Arrogantly, in a sense, but it's kind of I mean, like, Derrick Henry it's ended like up too little, too late for me. Like Derrick Henry went down in week eight, I think, mm-hmm. and he still is top five in rushing. Oh, he was so far you on got, the island. Yeah, but this, but, but at the same time, you did that in the first, you know, first half of the year. Yeah, where the second half, would he have kept the same? I don't know. I, I'm not saying yeah. he would or wouldn't. I just no, I know. agree. But it's but just you got to. Derrick Henry is that Look, dude is different. It took <laughs> it took the great Jonathan Taylor three weeks to catch him. 
So I, yeah. well, I was tracking it. So it just, <laughs> but with, with that being said, that's how great, of, I mean, if anybody ever had a, the greatest eight week start in the history of the NFL, it was that. It was it was Derrick yeah. Henry. Got it just got decimated by an injury. With that being said, that's what I'm saying. I just don't expect him to be like like it's week nine when he comes back. No, it's, yeah. it's like that's what I'm like. Okay, shrug shoulders. I get it. You know, got to play him honest. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, but you're gonna have to get up for him. But it, I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna bust this whole thing wide yeah. open. But it is it's a key point. That is that offense. It's kind of he is to Tennessee as Lamar Jackson is to Baltimore. Yes. So you take him out of the. Uh, you take he's like, he's the pin in the grenade. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I so, believe it at that. Uh, some more injuries. Arizona safety Buda Baker had a nasty concussion on Monday night. Um, mm. that was that was actually a very scary scene. Uh, but he went to the hospital. He has actually been released, and everybody's saying he's he's good. So that that is a great sign because when he went down, it was scary for everybody. They they had to stop the game for about five five to ten minutes, just like, dude, what the heck just happened? Mm. Um, Rams offensive tackle Andrew Wentworth went down with an ankle injury on Monday night, uh, and cornerback David Long Jr. went down with a knee injury. That one I think is the bigger of the two for the Rams because they need they David Long was huge in that game versus Arizona. So if they can get him back for this game uh, up against Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. uh, having to go up against uh, Tom Brady, that one's going to be big. Otherwise, they're really going to need Eric Weddle to step up at that safety position and to really fill in for some of these DBs as they've gotten a couple of guys to that have gone down uh, recently. Um, and some guys that uh, the teams are getting back. Uh, let's start with Green Bay because they're they're getting three guys back, three very key guys. Starts with guard Lucas Patrick. He gets uh, reactivated off of the COVID list. Um, Jair Alexander is returning from IR, and Zadarius Smith is returning from IR. So they're they're getting some of their their horses back in this race. Uh, Cincinnati though, they're getting Xavier Suafilo. I don't. I, probably am butchering his last name but uh guard uh they're getting him back uh from ir so they they that's one of the things that we've been talking about all year for cincinnati that mm-hmm. offensive line so getting some reinforcements there in tennessee as we stated running back derrick henry is returning from ir as well this week welcome so, back those are guys that are coming back and all of them are going to be pretty key for for the teams that they're returning to um but let's get into some headlines. Let's let's start with the coaching carousel because there's been some news, some developments there. Um, we stated it in the last episode and might as well hit it home here as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Dallas needs to fire Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. Um, 14 penalties, horrid clock management, as you stated, uh, and bad play calling in those important situations uh, all, all season long, not just on, on Sunday night uh, or Sunday afternoon, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, he is he is the reason this team is not in the playoffs any longer. He needs to go. Um, moving on. Vegas, <laughs> they have fired GM Mike Mayock uh, after the playoff loss there. Um, and the players, though, have publicly come out and supported uh, interim head coach Rich Passaccia for the head coaching position. Um, and Rich Passaccia actually met with Mark Davis on Monday uh, to be in, in in their beginnings of their coaching search. So it's the, the players are really on board for having Rich Passaccia come back and take the helm. We'll see what Mark Davis does. Cause 
that's an organization at this point in history and from all I've known the Raiders have been a joke and so <laughs> I uh, I don't know what Mark Davis is going to do moving forward here but I I think the right thing to do is to to retain Rich Passaccia until you find a clear definitive guy to move forward with let him be the interim head coach for the next two three years while you try to find the guy but if you're just going to go get somebody why the hell do you not just keep the dude that through amidst of so much controversy and so much just BS all year long, seven and five, he finished out the season, got this team into the playoffs and played rather competitively against a Cincinnati Bengals team that, that, that almost nobody wants to see <laughs> in mm. the NFL right now. So the, there, there's that. Um hmm. Then the interviewing process for the other teams. Uh, oh, sorry. Before I move on from to the teams that we've talked about last week, Houston. We didn't get a chance to talk about this on, on the show last week. Okay. What the hell is Houston doing? They fired David Coley after one season. As, as we said off air. Uh, <laughs> exactly. The what man the played well. He coached well above his play grade. No one expected him to do anything, and he only went out there and made Houston, no name, no identity Houston t- Texans, a contender. Four wins. I'm just going to say four wins, <laughs> four huge wins, and competitive football the rest of the yeah. year. Like, they was not some team you just, man, 31 to 3. A team and- that we prognosticated, multiple people prognosticated, that they would not win a game. Yeah, exactly. They fought week in, week out. They were a team just like the Detroit Lions. Every week, it was just like, all right, well, that that's uh, they played hard. That, that was not – we escaped by the, the hair on our chinny-chin-chin chin here. Yeah, I mean, it was a, 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 a definitely a team you wanted to see on your on your, on yeah. your schedule. But <laughs> once you got out there, like, God, damn, we can't put this damn team This away. is not a bye week. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, I mean, come 10-point loss, 24-9. Okay, there was a couple of blowouts. Of course, they are Houston. They are Houston. A 25-22 lost. Uh, you know, uh, oh, God, not those. Uh, <laughs> they had a murderer's row element here, too, which is not very fair to the team with this kind of talent. Well, keep in mind, the reason why they have that schedule is because the quarterback that they used to have is one of the wow, most dynamic Deshaun quarterbacks Watson, in the entire Thank league. you. Thank you for, you know, big brother don't want to show up for the, for the fight now. You know, uh, lose 17-9 and Win twenty two thirteen against the Titans in t- Tennessee. You know, and they and the, I think the second game was twenty two twenty five against them. They almost beat Tennessee twice this year. Yeah, I mean, then you lose twenty one fourteen, and and you know, uh, and then they win thirty to sixteen. They win forty one twenty nine over the Chargers and back to back wins. You know, like it's just like what the heck? No, four. Oh, I'm looking at. Oh, that's those are those are preseason. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, and uh twenty-three-seven. And then lose twenty-eight twenty-five, like you said, against in the last game of the season. And they just competitive football. Like they was not as bad as that record indicates. Yeah. And they easily could have been a seven and nine team right there with like the likes of Atlanta. Now I get it if that's not really the guy you wanted, and it's just like, okay, he was truly an interim. Like I'm I'm only saying this for in the in the in the context of interim. Any any type of interim position, like why wouldn't you just keep Bill O'Brien then? Well, 
No, that that, that guy it was destined to just continue to dismantle the team, but and and destroy you take him the away team. from the GM duties. Why the hell did he have GM duties in the first place? Just make him the head coach. Well, obviously they need to do some personnel issues here in Houston, but my point, that was not the point I'm trying to make. The point I was just saying is I can understand from an interim position if it's like, look, this is a one-year thing. Whatever happens, happens, and leave it at that. I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm just saying it, that's that's a real thing. My point is if you send out, if, if since you're going to move on, I don't want to hear about, you know, John Johnson – you know, um, D two college coach coming up out of nowhere off the scout team. You you, you want to talk about the the guys that they they they're interviewing? Starts with Chargers offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi, which hmm. mm, okay, but the the Chargers aren't the pinnacle of play uh, of playoff offensive football. So I they, they think Joe Lombardi. That's the only request that he's gotten so far. Um, is to go to Houston. Uh, Brian Flores is, is been requested to have that. that one. But that one That's just seems like a that that one only seems like a ploy to try to keep Deshaun Watson there. And Deshaun Watson is just like I'm not playing for you as a franchise. I don't give a damn who the head coach is. I will go find a head coach somewhere else. Right. Um, and then the last one, you're never gonna guess who the last last one is. That that Houston requested an interview for. You're absolutely right. I'm not. Heinz <laughs> Ward. Really? Yes. Okay, that's a blast from the past. <laughs> Heinz, I don't. Heinz oh. Ward is a. You want to talk about D two college coach? That's where he is right now. I was about to say. Um, and he's not the head coaching coach. experience. <laughs> no, no, it ain't got. Any, you know what? It doesn't even matter what he did. It's because he's Heinz Ward. That's what this yeah. is. This. Is, oh my God. So it's okay, a, it's Houston, a name drop Houston, from Houston, Houston. Don't, don't, <laughs> do, don't go down this road. Do not follow the Jacksonville model here. Just no. I, I'm. I know you're trying to get people in the seats. I get that. That this is not the way to do it, though. Continue. That's it. Those are the three that they have so far to to replace David Culley, who did a miraculous job with this roster. Now, I will say if they, whether, you know, even though they have missed out on the Deshaun Watson thing, if they got Flores, I'm not I'm not knocking the move, you know, like I'm not. But it's still just like I don't like Flores in Houston as opposed to Houston likes yeah, Flores being there with them. Exactly. I get that. But (laughs) I'm just saying that's not that's a that would be a nice. Dude, that's a hell of a turnaround because that's a that's that's where you start anyway. I'm, I'm just saying, if it ain't him, like you're saying, it's like, well, that's what my point was. I was trying to make. If you ain't really, you know, making a serious bid for a coach, I'm like, just keep who you have that's proven, been with the organization. Why are you gonna shuffle all this up, bringing new coordinators and new coach, possibly a new? Is they getting a new GM? I no, no, they're not. Okay. They're, they're sticking in. That's why Brian Flores is so interesting because their GM comes from the executive position over in New England. So they it looks like Houston is trying to become New England 2.0. Okay. Interesting. I'll just leave it at Houston still is an interesting franchise. Um, like you, I don't agree with the firing. I just, it was just like he, I think even at 4 and 13, considering the talent that they had on both sides of the ball and for them to play that type of competitive football and put out a true product on the field. What else can you ask for out of a damn coach? I don't give a damn what his name is. That's what you want. You know, you want, 
something that the damn players can believe in. Now, did he lose his through the locker room? I don't think so. Not know? from what I was hearing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. And I, I think Davis I think Mills was 100 percent in. Think he was respected. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. Up until several weeks ago, who the hell was Davis Mills? We don't. He. Davis Mills has become a person that we actually know on that rocks the planet on rocks <laughs> on this planet, you know, because of this coach. And and yes, and he's not a bad quarterback. Actually, you know, he's decent. He had a, he had a solid rookie. I mean, year. damn, he's up for doing more with less award here. You know, like That's my fair. God, he had nothing going on for him. He, you know, what was his name, Mister Mister um. Mike White? No, no, the um the wide receiver in Houston. God. Oh, Brandon Cooks. Brand. Is it Cooks? Yeah. Yes. I'm saying that like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Brandon Cooks and the re, I mean, the resurrection of Rex Burkhead. Like, what the God, hell yeah. was that? You know, Rex Burkhead, Burkhead had his best four game stretch of his career <laughs> in Houston when nobody's watching him and no one cared. And yet, for this man's services, he got, he got thanks. That's. That, I'm not gonna say that's possibly why some stuff. About, maybe that's part. That's part of what with Deshaun Watson issue is. There's just some things in Houston. This is a just joke right. franchise. I'm just gonna say it. It's a joke franchise. I, I I don't care what you think you're going to upgrade the the head coaching position to. I'll say this: they ain't the Oilers. I know that much. Oof. I'm just throwing it out. They, you can bring a team back to the city, but <laughs> can't bring the city back to the team. No, you can't. <laughs> so. uh, speaking of Jeez. joke franchises, Jacksonville. Um, their interviewing process began. Um, they have already talked with the likes of a Daryl Bevel, a Doug Peterson, a Jim Caldwell, Brian Byron Leftwich, Jesus, and Todd Bowles uh, from Tampa Bay. Um, still on their list to to interview. Um, and somebody who's going to be interviewed a lot. Um. Kellen Moore is now available. I mean, his schedule is completely wide open now. Um, Green Bay offensive coordinator uh, Nathaniel Hackett is a pretty hot commodity. There's a quite a few people trying to get I, that position. I got a Kellen Moore take. Yeah. Do not be surprised. This man gets interviewed by the Giants and hired. Just throwing that out there. Don't like it for him. Don't if if I had the 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 if I if oh I, there was nothing to like about this that's just that that is that is prototypical Giants football operations. What right I'm gonna now. say is if I'm Kellen Moore and I take that interview with the with the Giants, I'll take that out. I'm saying if I have the option to stay to go to be the head coach of the Giants or stay the the offensive coordinator of Dallas, I'm taking the offensive coordinator job. Stay where you at. I don't think there's a job for him this year. Personally, I, I see the openings and all that. That's fine. And no, you trust me. Just I'll I'll t- I'll, I'll have a question in a minute. Okay, but go um, ahead. the last two we we spoke of him just recently. Uh, Bama offensive coordinator is apparently in the running for the Jacksonville interviewing process. You know exactly where this is going, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> He is going to be uh, interviewing in the coming weeks uh, for that job. And also, Indianapolis defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. Not because he's getting the interview. It's because it's Jacksonville. Yeah, and he's a serious contender for getting hired. I think think he's going to get offered the job. And Jacksonville learns nothing. 
and is also weird. Now, Denver is another one who is going through the interviewing process right now. Crazy. Um, they are New England linebacker coach Gerard Mayo is in the running over there. Uh, Dallas uh, defensive coordinator, rather, Dan Quinn is going to be in the running there. I think he's actually the favorite for this job in Denver right now. Um, Green Bay offensive coordinator uh, Nathaniel Hackett. And this is where my question will come in about Kellen Moore. You don't like Kellen Moore in Denver this year. It, it he's in the running. They're they're going to be interviewing him soon. You don't see that being a spot where his offense can really thrive with if they can get a quarterback, whether it's uh, a Deshaun Watson or a, a, probably, an Aaron Rodgers. I'm probably not the guy to ask this. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not feeling him. It it could possibly. What work. about Kellen Moore's offense? Do you not like? I don't know. I just because I, I, <laughs> I know you have an issue with Mike McCarthy. I, I know what your issue is. I think is. that's what's clouding it. It's the correlation. What you put that together, and I think I said, man, I watched Hard Knocks, and I just wasn't. <laughs> he he would not. He was not, he wasn't moving the needle for me. You know, maybe it's just the off season. And it just all right, dude. I see what you do. You know, you know, one of the most dynamic offenses this year. Yeah, and, you don't think and, that'll translate to the weapons that they have over in Denver. No, because this is the part. If now, they now, get now, a quarterback. Let me ask you, okay, play caller. I don't know if it was the OC's problem or it was the head coach or both in Dallas. Now, they say he goes to Denver. You got a two-headed monster over there. Mm-hmm. Are we going to sit here and all of a sudden got these two-headed monsters out here? Um, and then all of a sudden, we this is going to be today. We're going to we're going to do whatever we can to get Judy and Sutton in the game. <laughs> we're going to keep throwing the ball. We're not going to run it at all. These dudes going to be on the field. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, dude. I'm if I look at another Ezekiel Elliott twelve for thirty game. That's all. I don't care, injured or not. But do you not if you're gonna think keep that, that play, if he's gonna be in the game, run him. I I I attribute that more to Jerry Jones putting pressure on them to make that one hundred forty million dollar contract of Dak Prescott worth it. Mm, I think this is a Dallas issue. I don't think it's a Kellen Moore issue. Now we really don't have any kind of true barometer for that statement mm-hmm. that I just made bit being the fact that we've only seen Kellen Moore under Jerry Jones and in, in what this offense can be within that. But I, I really think Jerry Jones is, it, we've talked about it in, in the last, last episode here. Basically he just, he does not know when to get out of his own damn way. And he just keeps trying to be so hands-on that he is the detriment of this Dallas offense and, and of this Dallas franchise and I I would think that it is more of Jerry Jones saying, hey, make that $140 million contract. That check I just wrote, $140 million, uh, oh, is that $95 million of it uh, fully guaranteed? That's need to come to – I need to see dividends on that. Mm-hmm. And it that, I think, is, had way more to do with what that situation was more than Kellen Moore trying to – just not knowing what he's doing because – this is my other point. Now, he could, he could be in. A, I'm just taking Denver as just the the model here, yeah. the example. I don't think he would have an issue on the offensive side of the ball. My issue is going to come with that defense. Mm-hmm. Can he build a defense? Now we do know most OCs come in and become great defensive head coaches, but it's happened quite a few times. I, 
I don't hey, know Matt if Nagy. this is it. <laughs> and I'm like, but I, but with that being said, I don't ever see it coming. It just happens. It did happen with Zimmer. You know, like, yeah. okay, like I, I was very impressed with him in Cincinnati, but he, Minnesota, I was impressed with his first couple of years. But then after that, he just, eh. yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, is there going to be another one of them situations? All I'm saying is he hasn't given me something. I don't I don't have that just hearing his signing like, oh, yeah, Denver's back type of thing. I'm just like, all right. I mean, you I know, think for I him, Kellen know? Moore specifically, I think he would pull a – excuse me. I think he would pull I'm going to take over the offense kind of how Matt Nagy was, mm-hmm. um, but then uh, he's going to get a, a – truly stud defensive guy to come in and hey this is all you you get to run the defense however you see fit i will not even you don't even need to if you don't want me in the meeting room i won't even touch it i understand and then i have to look i have one more factor yeah coaches he coordinates in the nfc least Mm. now you're going to go to the afc west and just no, buddy, get in line. <laughs> you you got a lot of catching up to do because you got to catch up to what, just. What? He's got to go to he, he's got to go to the NFC South before he can step up to. The... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm just saying. You ask these, these big leagues ain't for you, bud. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying you asking them to do a lot with a lot. With, I mean, like, yeah, you got Denver, but damn, they gave you the least of what's going on in that division, and I'm, that's fine. But it's like now you got to take on your own division. We ain't even talking about the conference right now. Yeah. It's just like, could he be that guy? He could. I just, I don't see it. I'm not, I'm not even against him. I just, he just didn't, he just didn't, he didn't get it. Just, he didn't pass the eye test for me. Okay. Or he's not my first choice. I mean, he wouldn't be necessarily my last. I've seen, like I said, he ain't some division two. I'm not taking Heinz Ward over this guy. Let me fair. be very clear. That is fair. You know, I, I'm not down. I like him to just stay as the OC. I didn't even say he needed to be out. I said I was, McCarthy needs to go. Yeah. He can stay. <laughs> But I don't want him to be the head coach. Though. Yeah, I don't think he's ready. I don't even think he's ready to be a head coach right now. I just think he should. That, 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 that's a fair point. He's super young. Uh, I don't know saying. if he's much older than me. And I'm <laughs> coordinate a couple more years, get a little more, you know, experience under your belt, whether it's in Dallas or somewhere else. But my point, I just don't. I guess I just I'm not feeling him as a head coach right now. Well, a guy that we've been thinking should be a head coach for quite some time now is also in the running for this Denver job, and that would be offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Let's go. Let's you go. want to keep him in division? I do not. I'm just saying, let's <laughs> go. That his name is finally being. I mean, his name has been in the. I, I don't. I know. I, I, know I don't th- think Eric Bieniemy is going to get a job. I, I don't think he's ever going to get it. I know they're not talking about it because he's still, you know, he's still playing right now, and they they really can't tamper too much, and mm-hmm. so it, they're just kind of leaving him alone. But you you're saying he's not going to get a job. At I don't. All. Th- I think he's going to get interviews like he always does, but for whatever reason. They're going to go somewhere else, and and and, it, and I think it's totally egregious because he has been at, as an African American coach in the league. Mm-hmm. He has been passed over in guys like uh, Arizona. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury have gotten a job where he sputtered out in goddamn Texas, and now he's got a job before Eric Bieniemy does. Like mm-hmm. Matt Nagy got a job before Eric Bieniemy did. Like. I don't understand at all what the problem is with Eric Bieniemy. His offenses, year in and year out, are fantastic. And you can't say that it's because he's under Andy Reid and it's Andy Reid's offense because Matt Nagy got hired. 
Well, you, you literally cannot use that argument he, anymore. He might fall under a different category for various reasons, but he might end up just saying it could be if, if there's you know if, if he don't get a job this year, there could be a very couple things. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say first, and I'm gonna say another two scenarios. He can just possibly be in, possibly at this point, they could be just grooming him to be the successor of Andy Reid to stay in Kansas City. Or this team falls apart in the next couple of seasons. Then he's, they, you know what I'm saying? They're just gonna bust it up anyway. Then, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're gonna get these, whoever is gonna be like the, 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 the teams on the outs find themselves with no coaches, all of a sudden clamoring for this guy now. It's just it's going to be the delayed reaction for whatever reason. But I, there's a few players back in, I mean, a few guys in the, in the past that fell under that kind of criteria for various plethora of different reasons. It just, they, they, they fall between the cracks for some damn reason. This Why is him falling? This isn't makes falling no in between sense. the cracks anymore. This, this to me is way too, it's been five years. This has been five seasons of this, and th- that that cannot I'm be. Enemy, I'm not even pissed. I'm like, I know I'm not either. Oh, I get that, but I'm talking about your just, best job was to stay here. You I'm. Know? This is right. This is more from me just watching no. the fact that we've watched African American head coach get fired time and time again to get Very passed little. up for 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 no reason for one, but for two, f- to give just a shot to a guy. That doesn't deserve it. True. A I guy mean, way too early like Kellen Moore. If Kellen Moore gets hired before Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy, who's proven it for five this goddamn has years, been going on since the beginning of time I, as to why we got a Rooney Rule, which is the same a Rooney Rule that doesn't goddamn work. No, it works. It works for in in the. It letter. does exactly what it's supposed it, to do. Yeah, so it's it gives give you the false hope. Gives you the interview. It gives you an opportunity to get your name on the list to get interviewed. That's it. We don't have to hire you. That's why it's it's, it's it's bullshit, you know, and it, it's the same. It, it's you know what it is. A real it's for head coaches the, that they don't have for GMs. It's, the, it's almost the equivalency of this argument you hear in the world about affirmative action. It, it's, <laughs> oh, don't even. I know. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> it's it, the no. You're, you're right. In the sports world, you're that's 100 percent correct. That, you know. So what it what is it? It's bullshit. Yeah. Then that, that's that's all I'm saying. It's so. You know, I, you know, you say, you know, with these African American coaches, they, they, you know, they, you know, they, 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 they're not even getting get called in for the jobs, or they get a job and they get fired like this and that. I mean, David Abs- Cooley just got fired after one damn season. Absolutely, and he did everything to keep that job. Rich Passaccia is about to get fired. Look at the shock value here. You know, now there's no shock value because it has been happening since the beginning of time, and they have not changed anything. Protecting the shield, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Here it goes again. And I feel like we've had this conversation. We've before. had it many times, <laughs> and here we go again. Yeah, you know, and it's like I'm I'm sitting there saying for some reason or another, Eric Benjamin can't get a job. Let me tell you why he can't get a job. And I really want to know why he can't get a job. I'll say it: the NFL is racist. And the skin, oh, sorry, skin's I, I'll a little take too that dark. Back. I'll take that back. America's racist. Thank you. And, All right, and, and they have been since the beginning of time, and <laughs> here we are. It it has crept into the sports world. Big. Freaking surprise! Um, unfortunately, this world. guy we not... blackballed. Yeah, yeah. And look, look, look at the words you used. Blackballed. That's so fair. That's <laughs> on me. You know, I mean, it just just throwing this out there. It's it's ingrained in our <laughs> the fibers of this country. Yeah. And here it is, even at 
the NFL level for I just want to just be entertained. Why we got to talk about race? I don't know. Why do y'all keep bringing up race? You know, so if you if stop you start, being racist, <laughs> stop, you know, stop being racist, stop making things about race. And then we will stop. It won't be an issue anymore. I'm like, hey, it ain't us. It's you. Who is you? Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was getting to the point. At. It's like yeah. David Cully just got fired way too early. Mm-hmm. Rich Bisaccia. I don't know who I don't know what coach ever could deal with what he had to deal with this season and keep that that organization afloat. Brian Flores. Brian Flores. The most I ain't gonna say controversial, but the most surprising, yes. shocking you know, firing of all. I'm like, we have what? There is one African American coach in the NFL. Tomlin. Tomlin. Hmm. And he's safe, buddy. Because you and he's not going to make any waves. Because if he does anything, if he makes any any noise, that's his job. But the NFL also got to see they'll 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 dance around the fire. They get right up on it because they're up on it right now. Because they ain't ain't an issue now. But if you have zero, then there's going to be the. I mean, they're going to be a massive blowback. If it's now, my point being is, if it's zero, there's one. That's egregious. Exactly. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> and seventy five percent of the talent no, in the NFL no is African American, or sorry, a a person of color. It's not just African American. Correct. And it it it's yes. And and look at all look at ownership. Lily White. I'm gonna and say, that's what I was saying. There's why is there? A I'm not gonna wolf? say people of uh, European descent. Lily White. Cross the board. But why is there a Rooney rule for head coaches that is? truly enforced whereas it's just kind of an afterthought when it comes to gms because until gms are african-american because also ownership I why think- can they're not why is shad khan the only person of color and he's been a putrid uh owner of the uh, of an nfl franchise mm-hmm. uh, out in jacksonville mm-hmm. i mean the, basically the nfl is ready to kick Jacksonville to London and there's so many other owners uh I'll tell I'll give you one right now that needs to be fired Dan Snyder I don't care how much you're going to try to you you lied about the referees I don't believe a single report the NFL puts out about what Dan Snyder did or did not do for mm-hmm. that matter Dan Snyder is a sexual predator and he needs to be gone I I I, I've danced around it all year long, but I, I, I'm done. This dude is a sexual predator that needs to be gone. He should not be even. He should not be associated with the shield that you're trying so hard to freaking protect. I don't give a damn how much money he has. Jeff Bezos is ready to buy the damn franchise, and he's going to bring a ton more money into the ear more than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Way more than Dan Snyder can, because he can't even run the damn Washington football team. They can't even pick a damn name. Nope. And why is what 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 did I hear this? Oh, I was watching a uh, a show. I don't know if you watched this on Netflix. It, it, it's about Washington, but um, <clears throat> Master of None. I I haven't watched it. I've heard of it though. 30, 30, 30 sec, thirty minute, thirty second, thirty minute, <laughs> quick <episodes>. show. <laughs> so I'm like just saying, you could, you know, what I'm saying you could, yeah. it's very, you know. Kind of like not a sitcom, but it's got humor in it. You know, okay. it's funny and all this and that. They got this one particular skit 
and it's it's about um the, the, the at the time the Redskins, yeah. you know, but the guy was working on um he was working on an initiative to get the name changed during this some years ago, of course, when they were actually doing it, but they were doing a skit. The yeah. Part of the skit was about, about this. He was doing his name, name change. And he said, yeah, I was really trying to work with this, um, this, 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 um, uh, uh, um, a new identity for, for the, for the, for the, for the, for the Redskins. So I came up with breadsticks. So, you know, like Washington Redskins, breadsticks, Redskins, breadsticks. It's just, it just makes sense. Right. Like no, it really doesn't. And no. he had a new sign, like a a new logo on the helmet, and it, it was supposed to be like breadsticks and some kind of like dipping thing. Yeah. But he was like, uh, I've been looking at the thing. He's like, where's the breadsticks? I'm I'm a little confused. He said those are baguettes, and then there was another <laughs> bread thing. It was no breadsticks on it yeah. whatsoever. And so, but but he but he but in the, in the in the course of the skit, he was like. Uh yeah, he's like um yeah, I've been working on this thing for like several years, but it just kind of you know died out, so it's just been kind of on the board pending in this. And he's like, uh, well, kind of think, wouldn't it just be easy? You kind of think like, okay, people don't like the name, we don't like the name, we just change the name, right? What, just that easy, right? Yeah. And the guy never answered the question, and that's my point. They have been going back and forth, just with the. Football team, we're going into year three. Yeah. What the hell is it? Look, apparently, I will say apparently they have picked a name and they're going to announce it February second. Oh, just okay. It shouldn't have took three damn near three years. I agree. I, it could, they could have fixed it the year before. And the 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 reason why I'm more I, I'm upset about that in the first place is because the only reason that they decided to change the name is because FedEx pulled their sponsorship. Yeah, he was never gonna, do. and that's my point. That even in the face of egregious racism, some Sexism. kind of way that as well. Any sexual other, misconduct, you know, sexual other, assault, just sexual deviance all the way around. <laughs> I mean, debauchery and anything else that you want—just putrid work environment and so on and so forth. And yet, for all of you gamers. For that don't understand what we're talking about here, just think the Washington football team's work environment was as bad or might have even been worse than Activision Blizzard. If you're a gamer, you'll understand that. Mm. And yet, you know, and yet there's this slow grind, this mm-hmm. slow push. To you know, we gotta go through a process, and we want to get the fans involved in this, which they didn't do, not really. And the fact that it was years upon years of coming, you know, we've been waiting for this. This this should have just been an overnight look. That's the thing. The minute they changed it, within a couple, I'm gonna give them a few weeks. You don't how much? Look, I don't even care. You could do the old basic Washington Tigers. I don't care. No, anything. You know. Cleveland, the 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 Cleveland, what f- formerly was Indians, they mm. changed theirs to Guardians, and yet they yes we they, we didn't have enough time to to push through everything that we wanted to uh, so that we could change our logo and this that the other so they played one season with it still as the Indians, but we knew it was going to be Guardians and now they've already officially changed it. ESPN already has all the graphics for all of Cleveland's new. New logos. Wow, this was new. I didn't even know this happened. Yep. 
See, and that's and that's they did my, it in less than a year. That's part of my problem that this this should have been leading should be leading storylines. And I'm like, why am I just hearing about this? You know, and I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking it that they glad they did change it. But the point being is, notice how that that don't lead that don't lead the news cycles Never whatsoever. Will. You know, which it should be. I'm like, this is a whole damn new identity. You know. Yes. Okay, back to your point. I'm sorry, I was looking. No, like, oh that's God, simply it. I, I breaking just, news for me. <laughs> they they did it. They 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 said they were going to change it last year. They picked a name within that that time frame. It was like literally that last off season when ever, all of that other debacle that they that the MLB was having. Mm-hmm. Cleveland said we're we've changing our name to the Guardians, and it'll be that in 2022. They played the season out. They just changed it, I think, just this past week. So it it's simple stuff. And this is all deriving from a conversation about head coaching positions and the fact that Eric Bieniemy only is in serious consideration for one job, and he's still not even the front runner. Dan Quinn is. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just... It's beyond me. Uh, but Denver is also looking for Philadelphia. They're looking at Philadelphia defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. Uh, they're looking at uh, Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, uh, Green Bay quarterback coach Luke Getze, um, and Detroit defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn. So hmm. those will be uh, guys up for the Denver job, which is probably going to be a very coveted job once they get a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Um, they also are looking at Kellen Moore, um, <laughs> and also Dan Quinn, uh, Todd Bowles, uh, from Tampa Bay, a defensive coordinator is, uh, a guy that they uh, are interested in. Um, Rams offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell and Green Bay offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett are also, uh, in the running there. Jonathan Gannon, Gannon from Philadelphia and San Francisco defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, uh, is also in the running for Minnesota's head coaching position. I don't know what Minnesota's game plan is if they're going to go GM head coach or head coach then GM type situation or mm-hmm. let the GM hire the new head coach. I don't know what their process is right now. Uh, they the, Minnesota is actually quite hush hush about the, their interviewing process. So there's probably a this, this list is probably ten million times longer for them. But uh, as it stands right now, that is what we what we've seen. Um, Chicago uh, also. Getting pretty deep into their um, interviewing process, they've already talked to both Buffalo coordinators Leslie Frazier and Brian Dable. Um, they've discussed uh, early early evaluations of Doug Peterson, Jim Caldwell, and Brian Flores. Um, I think they have on the books an interview scheduled for guys like uh, By- Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles, both the coordinators from Tampa Bay, um, and also Dan Quinn later this week. Uh, from Dallas. Um, and then also on the list is Nathaniel Hackett from Green Bay, offensive coordinator, and indie defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. So that's that. Uh, Miami, uh, last team. Giants would be the last team, but the Giants also, they're so in flux that they have no idea what they're doing. I don't even know if they've even thought they about whatever's which... left over. They don't even get to choose. <laughs> it's not a good situation for them. But let's go to Miami. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, Buffalo. Uh, coordinators Leslie Frazier and Brian Dable on the list. Um, uh, Mike McDaniel, San Francisco offensive coordinators on the list. Dan Quinn will be interviewing there. 
Uh, Arizona defensive coordinator Vance Joseph is on the list there. Um, Kellen Moore also uh, to be interviewing there. And L.A. Rams assistant head coach and running backs coach Thomas Brown is on the list for Miami's job. Like I said, New York, they are in such flux. We have no idea what their process is going to be moving forward here. Um, So that's that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are going to be interviewing for just about every single job. Um, other guys, kind of one-offs here or there, um, mm-hmm. and some questionable ones. I, I, I'm really not on board with the Vance Joseph, Arizona defensive coordinator. I, I don't think he's done enough yet to get that get a look right now. Wasn't he the head coach in Denver at one point? I think so. I can't yeah, remember. I, I, I believe that's what it was, but uh, I. I mean, I've seen people with less yeah. experience than him, but Aaron I'm Glenn, not, I wasn't feeling him big time as a head coach. I mean, and it's fine. I mean, I know we were talking about the Rooney Rule, but I'm speaking this from experience. I don't care what your race is at this point. It's just if you're not, I don't feel you're experienced or not taking um, Kellen Mond. Is Kellen it? Moore. Moore. I'm thinking of damn uh, Minnesota Iris, quarterback. Well, quarterback that ain't gonna play. Um, yeah, taking him, same thing. I just don't think he's ready, you know. Well, also, like, guys like Green Bay's quarterback coach, Luke Getze, like, why? I, why why over Nathaniel Hackett? Like, I... I, he, I mean, man, he's the the coach of Aaron Rodgers. He's the great Aaron Rodgers. So obviously, they fired Aaron Rodgers' fate, coveted QB coach. Like, I don't know. Luke Getze's not the guy, I... Go ahead, hire him by all means. And maybe these are just names. I mean, you know, they you know these guys can go in the office and like a look. By the way, come, yeah. when we meet up in two days, give me give me your short list, ten names. You yeah. know, in that you know what I'm saying. Well, but also I think this is like the preliminary list for all these teams because uh, most of these are already done through Zoom. I know Chicago has had a few in person interviews already, uh, but most of them are like they're not in person right now. So. Gotcha. Um, That'll be coming as some of these teams get knocked out of the playoffs in the coming weeks here. Um, and then once the season is wrapped up, for sure. Well, I think in the next, maybe even as early as the end of this week, we might see guys get hired uh, based off of if somebody just completely wows them in the interview. Uh, Got to see the first couple of, you know, shoes to drop so they can, you know, musical chairs when mm-hmm. job starts <laughs> start winding down, you know. Then you know. It, I just hope Chicago is the these first one to, to, to bite. I don't well, want to be. I don't want them to be the first one to, to it sign. If they get the first, if they get the person that they want, though. Yeah, but we've 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 interviewed Jim Caldwell and and Doug Peterson, and I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I meant as far as the first <laughs> sign, but I guess I'm saying that in, in the idea. I'm thinking of like a Mike Florida, you know, and. Which we also have interviewed. That's my number one choice right now. Really? Yes. He's 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 moved all the way to my number one. Um, not feeling Leslie Frazier. I mean, I I don't like what he did in Minnesota. I'm just I'm like I'm just soured on it. Yeah, him. we like, had a firsthand experience watching what he did in Minnesota, but so, also that Minnesota roster was so putrid at the time. So I, I, I but at the same time, this I don't I don't like young, not so experienced. Uh, coaches coming into Chicago trying to revitalize. It's yeah. just that just not a recipe for. It's like you know what you can write the ship for us, 
and then we're gonna end up getting somebody else in. You know, it's I like, just am, I I'm enamored with Buffalo's offense, and so I want Brian Dable right now. Maybe. Like if if we can fix this goddamn offense, man. I was just saying he was my first choice. My second choice is somebody we were already discussing that probably not gonna get a job, and that's the enemy. Those yeah. are my one and two. Anybody else after that? I'm just kind of like, man. Whatever. I I don't think Chicago is going to go the route of Eric Bieniemy specifically because we've already gone the Kansas City model. I understand that. I was just saying that's who I like. Yeah. No, yeah. I like him too. I would love to. I I thought they should have hired Bieniemy instead of Matt Nagy at the time. So that's just me. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh some other headlines. Uh, a couple of tragic things happened in the last couple of days. Uh, Cleveland defensive tackle uh, Malik McDowell was arrested uh, just today uh, for battery of law enforcement, uh, public exposure, and resisting arrest. So that happened. All out mess over there. <laughs> Apparently. Um, and then Jacksonville, uh, Laurenti McRae was also arrested, I think today, uh, for fleeing poli- police. So. We got a couple of runners, so we got another one. We got one in Chicago. What? Dan Hampton, Hall of Fame lineman, back in the Super yeah. Bowl, Super Bowl Shuffle Bears, on uh, gets one year probation after pleading guilty to drunk, uh, drunken driving. Okay, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> and there was a firing today. Oh, what was that? In Seattle. Is it the one that we want? Because no, I didn't see that news. Absolutely not. <laughs> that would have been breaking news. Yeah, which, I was going to say. I, I was like, where does that come across my fire. screen? No. <laughs> Defensive coordinator, Ken, Newton, Ken Norton Jr. gets fired. Yeah, that's that, That's the problem over there. Oh, I just got the Dan Hampton news. Yeah. It, it didn't happen until like about 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, okay. I was just waiting to see if you, you, when you ended where you're going to end on one of these. So I'm um, just... just Bring it to your attention. So, yeah, and defensive assistant Andre Curtis. So, I don't know who that is. Don't even care. Um, I'm just going to say he must have worked for Ken Norton. So, mm-hmm. so now they Talk about to... a scapegoat. Exactly. I was about to exactly... <laughs> go ahead. I don't even I, I just, no, yeah. that's all I got because I, I am so done with Pete Carroll. Like, the, 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 these. Freaking smokescreen. Yeah. Like, let's fire you. That's not the issue. The issue is not the defensive coordinator. The issue was the defense that you did not provide him with. Yeah. They had nothing on the defensive end. You are the catalyst for what this team is. And, yes, there's reports. It, I, I want to believe Russell Wilson is going to leave. But this whole – he is – is Russell Wilson from Minnesota? <laughs> no. This dude is so passive about this and keeps leaking just, well, if you guys want – don't want me here. These are the places that I'd like to go or I'd like mm-hmm. to explore my options type stuff. Dude, say it. Just say it. Trade me. I am tired of this beating around the bush type nonsense that you keep doing in this passive aggressive BS. If you want to get out, say it. Because that is the only way that they are going to trade you with that contract. He's from Cincinnati. Midwest still. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know much about Ohio, but I guess, you know, just just putting it out there. I that I, I just He grew up in Virginia, but hey. Until I, I see him officially stated, I, I I'm I'm afraid he's gonna return. And and that's just gonna be a waste of his damn career. I 
you know, because you know, get a spin job. Yeah, I know we had a bad season and this and that, but we, I'm, I'm assuring you, we're gonna be making some changes and stuff like, and like that. Dude, and, you're in year eleven. I don't want to see you in a rebuild. I want to see you competing for another Super Bowl. I don't think he realized his window is open, and this is it. There his prime is window. right now. Right, it's now. It's not the next couple of years now. And you got this damn, you you got this damn coach who's trying to save his own career. I don't want to see Russell Wilson in the same position as Aaron Rodgers five years down the line. I've only got one Super Bowl. I got to make a name for myself. They're thinking about moving on from me. I still gotta, I still gotta prove myself, and I'm gonna do it in in, in my way. And th- no, do what Matt Stafford did. He was loyal to to Detroit way beyond what he needed to. Mm-hmm. He told them, "Hey, I want to move on. I want a chance at actually winning something." And now you see him in the playoffs in your damn division. Just say it. If if you're looking to win, just say it, Russ. If you're not. Then just say it. Hey, I want to stick for the here for the rebuild. Say it then. Mm-hmm. But stop with this passive bull BS. <laughs> uh, it, Seattle's a mess. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I just thought it was noteworthy that now they let the defensive coordinator go. I was like, no, I think you need to let the um, anything. Hell, who should have got fired first if there was any coordinator? It should have been an offensive coordinator, not the defense. But with that being said, we already know it's Pete Carroll. You need to go. Pete Carroll is a problem. It's as yeah, simple as absolutely. that. Absolutely, it's not the coordinators. Really, it's it's him. And you missed the. You know, you already gave Russell Wilson a little snow job about man. We were fine. We bring you back. I'm gonna bring Carson back. We resigned Tyler Lockett, Lockett to, to a massive deal. You know, and okay, not the problems here. The things you should have did anyway. Now, what about the other twenty thousand hoes that's sitting on this damn team? Can't address none of those things. And now, your and now DK move. Metcalf looks like a complete miss. Uh, speaking of misses, yes. Ben Roethlisberger is set to retire after his wild card playoff loss versus Kansas City. Um, now, I know we both have stated our trepidations. I won't believe it until we see it type, type mm-hmm. stance. But... Mike Tomlin came out and said he's ready to begin his search for the next franchise quarterback. So with that, I'm a little bit more confident that they that he, at least Mike Tomlin is ready to move on because he did this whole spin job last offseason that was like, well, yeah, well, we think he's still got some something left in the tank and this, that, the other. I was like, your play calling all second half of the season did not reflect you believing he still got something in the tank. Mm-hmm. You took the ball out of his hands because you knew he couldn't get it down, get it, get it done. And then when you needed to get a play, you gave it to him and he fumbled the bag or he threw it to the opposition. Gotcha. So if Mike Tomlin is coming around and he's ready to he say, I think his exact quote is that he's keeping all of his options open for the QB position uh, in, in replacing Ben Roethlisberger. Um, which I, which refutes some of the, uh, earlier headlines basically stating that they weren't going to try to make a splash at the quarterback position earlier, Mm -hmm. which actually scared me for what I thought was him basically saying, well, if he's willing to come back, we'll keep him for another year type deal. But 
with him now saying that he's he's ready to keep his all all of his options open, I think that they might still be able. They, I'm ready for them to try to make a splash in where I would like to see somebody go. I want to see Aaron Rodgers go to Pittsburgh. Really, that is that would be the ideal situation for me. For mm-hmm. one, I do I have a ton of respect for Aaron Rodgers. I I don't hate him as a person. I hate him as a nuisance to this goddamn division. But as a player, I respect him. And if I, if I really think about it and I think about seeing him win, I think he could get it done with Mike Tomlin. I have respect for both of those guys individually. That Pittsburgh organization as a whole, not so much, but I don't see Mike Tomlin leaving that organization. Plus, Please get the hell out of this damn conference, Aaron Rodgers. Go to the AFC, stay over there, and I don't want to see you. I got a slightly different take. It's mm-hmm. not even going to happen, but it's just my take. If I was given my choice, by all means, he needs to leave Green Bay. He doesn't have to leave the conference, though. Because there's a job, I think, that would be tailor-made for him, his legend. There's all this nonsense that I got to hear about how great he is and how he's so, you know. Better than Brett Favre, which he's not, by the way. And I'm arguing anybody that. that, I'm sorry. To to those who just, well, look at his numbers and his numbers. And he's that bad man. And Stephen A. with his nonsense. I'm like, dude, Brett Favre was a bad man. You know, and I'm like, and he played in a bad, I mean, in a smash mouth era on top top of that. You know, beating out Hall of. Hall of Famers, you know, not these people we say that's going to be in the Hall of Fame, flame out, don't even get in it, you know, type players, you know. But with that being said, I would love to see him go to the Giants. Go show me how bad you is. That's not going to happen. I know. That's what I was saying. It's never going to happen. was like, take your ass over there to New York. <laughs> go to the, the big city. Prove it. <laughs> and prove it. Show me how bad you really are. Go to, go to, go to New York. You... Carte car blanche, you can have whatever you want. No, because we keep playing the Giants. That's the issue. And I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers anymore. So get out of the conference. Yeah, he One, he once every four years, I get I, I have to I have to see you come back in, into this. And that's probably going to be only one or two more times because we played Pittsburgh this year. Okay. One or two more times if you play with the Giants. So I don't care. I was like, but no, it's the, not. We play the Giants damn near every year. We're going to play them next year. <laughs> <laughs> we better not play them next year. <laughs> Uh, no, we won't. Well, we might. I don't. I don't know what the playoff rotation is. Actually, hold up. I can actually confirm or deny whatever. All right, stay on point here. Yeah. Uh, but, but regardless, I I think he should go out of the uh, out of the conference. So that's that. Um, is there any other news? Oh, I do want to commend the NFL for this new procedure that they've got going on in the playoffs. I I like the efficiency. Granted, we had two games with a couple of pretty bad calls, but regardless, that that's just the officiating as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, or officials' egos themselves. Um, and in the NFL, not fixing that that that's on that's a whole different conversation mm-hmm. this new procedure having these like alternate refs on the sideline and if basically the alternate refs are there just in case one of the main crew go down mm. they can just oh, unzip i'm i'm right out there with you guys type thing otherwise if nothing goes wrong for the guys that are on the field they've got guys they've basically got a perfect relay 
to the head coach. So you don't have to see the head ref running back and forth, sideline to sideline to talk to the coaches or anything like that to try to explain a, a, a call or whatnot and, and what options they have for challenging or not. They can just be there. They can have the, the, the refs huddle up to have that conversation, quickly get the, get the call in, quickly relay that information over to the sideline, to the coaches. It's all a super smooth process. Calls are made much quicker. Uh, basically, the, the, the coaches making decisions is much quicker because they don't have to wait for the, the ref to explain the situation at all. They can say what they're thinking, and, and that, that, that alternate ref that's right there, right beside the head coach, can just talk and tell him and relay the information super quick and, and keep everything moving uh, fairly efficiently. Um, and then also, the use of replay review this past weekend, I loved. They quickly overturned that call uh, in, in in multiple games. They 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 overturned I think two or three calls in the Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they overturned a couple of calls in in the Dallas San Francisco game. Uh, like I think in every single game outside of maybe the early game on Sunday, mm-hmm. I think every game had replay review review used and used correctly. It was quick. It was decisive. It was pick up that flag, keep that flag in your pocket type type deal or hey no that that's a flag that's a face mask let's move it back like mm-hmm. and it also negates the the coaches having to use a challenge flag against those bad calls so it's quick it's decisive and it's less risky and less uh controversial because you're fixing it in real time and i love that so if we can expand replay review quite significantly I would enjoy that, uh, but this is de- that definitely is a step in the right direction. Next thing, hold the damn refs accountable. But we've already talked about that. I don't want to get into that whole soliloquy again. <laughs> so, it's as simple as that. Just got to give them props where where it is well deserved. <laughs>